there's a bad idea floating around that I want to correct. And that idea is that there's something wrong if your prayer life feels like a duty or that it is routine or repetitive. It's a, there's a very, very wrong idea. I think it's kind of ruining people's spirituality in some cases that your prayer life should just purely 100% be all about joy and friendship and love and you immediately get there just like that. And that if, you're, if you only pray out of duty, that there's something bad about that. Wrong. And I think today's gospel is a really good indication of that. Now, the thing that is correct about that is that it shouldn't remain that way. That you should sort of move towards a kind of more uh, intimate relationship with God. But one of the things that this gospel teaches us is that the kingdom of heaven, Jesus is not comparing the kingdom of heaven to sitting around and having fun with your friends. At least not in this parable. There are other, other ones where it's like a banquet, so it's kind of like that. But in this parable, he's affirming that there is something like, there's something about heaven, and what is heaven? Friendship with God. There's something about it that's like work. So it is wrong, it is false to say that if there's duty involved in your prayer life, then there's something off. Wrong. The kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Something about prayer is work. Something about our relationship with God, at least at the beginning, is a duty. And duties, I've never worked in a vineyard, but I don't imagine it's non-repetitive. I'm guessing they pick grapes and then they do that again. And then they do that over and over and over again for whatever, I mean in the case of these guys that were hired early in the morning for 12 hours. I imagine there's a lot of repetition there. I imagine that that's kind of routine. And Jesus is saying, that's what heaven is like. So forget about the people that tell you otherwise, let's listen to Jesus instead. Starts with work all day. Now, what happens in the course of the parable? By the end of the day, and only at the end of the day, what's, what happens? Well, the uh, householder talks to the laborers, and he talks to the ones that were hired first in this case, and he says, my friend. There's friendship there at the end of the day. We don't know how it got there, and we don't know when exactly it started. But at the beginning, the guy is just a laborer. He's a stranger who was hired here, do this work. Somehow, in a mysterious way, by the end of the day, friendship is there. Jesus doesn't tell the story of how that happens. He just tells us that it happens. And I think that's really important. That's a good thing. I think that's cool, actually. Because how a friendship with God happens is mysterious. You just wake up one day, and maybe it's not until the very end of your life. And maybe you're working, and it's a duty your entire life, and maybe just at the very end, after you've borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat your entire life, maybe then it just kind of clicks, and that friendship just kind of ignites. Maybe it's earlier. I don't know. But it doesn't matter, does it? In fact, that's what this parable is about. 
If you worked your entire life, if you worked the, the whole day, or if you worked half of the day, like some of the laborers, or if you just worked that last hour, it doesn't matter. That friendship with God is infinite. It's enormous. It's worth whatever you put into it. And if some people caught on in a way that you didn't a little earlier, what does it have to do with you? And if somebody's relationship with God is a little bit different, at least from what you can see from the outside, which is nothing, so what? God is generous either way. So what is the kingdom of heaven? Well, it starts as a duty. It ends in friendship. The friendship is mysterious because God is mysterious. It isn't and it has nothing to do with being better than other people. Sometimes we act like that. We live as if what heaven is, either we think it's vacation and just having fun all the time, or we act as if we feel joy at being better than others in whatever way we think that's going to make us happy. It's not that. And sometimes, and maybe the kind of fundamental flaw is, we think that the kingdom of heaven is like being the householder, being the owner. But it's not. A relationship with God means you're never in charge. It means fundamentally that the, it means that the ground you stand on doesn't belong to you. And as human beings, we like to own things, we like to feel secure, we like to say, this is mine. But when it comes to God, everything is His, including you. And the foundation of your relationship, if you want to move to, from prayer being a duty towards praying being, prayer being friendship, insert yourself into this parable and understand the vineyard belongs to Him and it always will. And you belong to him and you always will. And you're not, it's not like a human friendship where you're both standing on solid ground and you're equal. You will never be equal to God. He will always be carrying you the way a godparent carries an infant when they're being baptized. At most. And if you can let that settle into your heart, and if you can start to understand and sense and even feel that kind of abandonment and vulnerability towards God, then you will start to transition from a worker to a friend. If you can't yet, all right, keep doing your duty. Keep praying. Keep coming to Mass every Sunday. And Mass is repetitive and it's routine and there's a lot of stuff that's the same and that's great. That's exactly the way it's supposed to be. There's nothing wrong with Mass if it's repetitive. In fact, If it was changing all the time, that, mean, that would mean there's something wrong with it. No. It's supposed to be the same. We're supposed to change. And that transformation, and then if you, pray, if you wake up in the morning and you pray in Our Father, and it's the same Our Father that Jesus taught us 2,000 years ago, and it's repetitive, and if it's routine, good. Keep doing it. Now, in addition to that, I do want to say, in your prayer life, you should have some variation as well. 
And that's up to you. You can pray whatever you like. But Sunday Mass, no, you don't get to choose. You have to go to Sunday Mass. We know that, right? It's a mortal sin to miss it if it's your fault, right? You have to go. You have to pray every day. You don't get to choose that. You don't have this option like, oh, you know, today I think I'm going to take a break from praying. No. Now, if you want to pray a rosary one day and something else another day, okay, cool. There you have a little bit of variety. But don't let your relationship with God depend entirely on your mood, especially whether or not you pray. And there, we're back to this basic idea. Let it begin as a duty. Let go of the weird attachment we all have to being owners. You're not an owner, you're not in charge. And forget about other people and what they have with God. This is about you and Him and His generosity. And in the end, if you understand the, the, the flaw in the parable, not a flaw, but the, the thing that's missing in the parable is that God doesn't need us to work for Him. He doesn't need our prayers. We're not helping Him. And when He gives us a duty to do, it's not because He's going to get some profit from it. He's inventing just excuses for us to be close to Him. All of it, including the work and including the duty, is God's generosity to us. Any possibility of us being, having a relationship with Him is only because He's generous and only because He loves. And the more we understand that, the more we can go from being His workers to being His friends.